Hello and welcome to episode... I didn't even look up the episode. It's been this long. Um, I believe it's 52. Uh, don't take me take me on that. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded one of these podcasts. So uh, anybody who comes through and listens to us, thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. Happy Saturday morning. Uh, I have my co-hosts here today, Jose and Luis. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Hello, everyone. Um, been going good. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, we might be a little a little rusty. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Um, yes, it's been uh, about a month or so, uh, but it's it's good to be back. It's good to have you guys back, man. It feels right to do this. Yes. Um. So housekeeping, real quick. Um, usually I have a video going and my and my face showing and stuff like that, but um, preparation was slim. I didn't allow myself to prepare this that much today. I'm not going to be honest. So all you see is our logo. Um, apologize for that. Uh, in the future weeks, we'll uh, have that going for you guys so you can have something to look at. Um, that was something we introduced not too long ago. I think it's good. So do expect that. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today, uh, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Uh, we're also going to be going over our draft. So uh, we'll see how that's been shaking out. I know that we've been kind of stalling on making any, <laughs> any changes and things. Uh, we might have to be making moves today. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about Nintendo. And then we'll just probably go over some of the best reviewed games of the year and see how the year's been shaking out. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, let's go ahead and switch over to the draft view. All right, so we're over here in the draft. Um, overall stats, Luis has 93 points actual, has seven games released, three expecting. Those three games are... Hollow Knight Silksong, Halo Infinite, and Forza Horizon 5. Um, Forza Horizon 5 is looking pretty good for Luis right there. Right now, it's sitting at a 92. It's not released yet, but we'll see how that goes. Breaking in, guys. <laughs> and as for me, let me switch back over. How to turn up the audio. Uh, have seven games released, three expecting, 89 points, and, oh, I didn't mention Luis has a budget of $93 still. I only have 13 because I spent 80 of it on Metroid. Metroid. All right, the games that are expecting for me, Shin Megami Tensei V, currently sitting at an 86, not released yet. Um, Final Fantasy 16, which I am 99.99% sure that is getting pushed, and... Ruin King, a League of Legends story, I um, have a feeling it's going to get pushed as well. And then last but not least, we have Jose. Jose has 65, 66 points, 7 games released, 1 is expecting, and he has $39 left in his budget. The game's yet Shovel to be... is not releasing. <laughs> Shovel Knight Dig? Oh, it's not. It says will not release. 
Dude, when I'm done, I'm tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so, so Solar Ash uh, is going to be releasing hopefully on in December, I think it is. Stray will not be releasing this year, and Shovel Knight Dig will not be releasing this year. Not looking too good for the for the homie Jose right now, but we'll see if we can make some moves <laughs> to to bring it back. Cannot kill me. Oh my gosh, Kenna, yeah. So where do we go from here? Um, technically, none of my games are delayed yet. Uh, hopefully, League of Legends comes out. If not, then I'm going to have two games to potentially switch out, which would be that one and Final Fantasy. Um... Luis sitting pretty for the most part. Maybe Hollow Knight Silk Song you might want to switch out if they make an announcement. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of switching it out, maybe. Roger. And Jose, on your end, uh, you have definite games that you need to switch out because it's will not release. Uh, and we also, is the counterpick switched? No, counterpick hasn't been switched yet, so... Um, oh, Luis is kind of pick, huh? Yeah. No, who's kind yeah. of pick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I know it's been a while. Um, might have not thought about this in for a minute, so... Any games come to mind that you want to switch out? Do you want another another week to look at it? Hopefully next week we'll get together and actually <laughs> do a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I think I have to do that. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. My feet are yeah. tired. I can't go home. <laughs> I'll um, I'll look at other games. It's probably gonna be like, bottom of the barrel. Like, but I mean, those could be like, credit cards. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get you can get lucky and and pull a. A few 80s. Mm. Uh, for me, I guess I would have to think about it too. Like off the top of my head, what's coming out? The things that I'm thinking of don't qualify because Endwalker is an expansion, and uh, Pokemon Diamond Pro remakes. I don't think those count. Do they count? Do we would would we count those? Uh, I don't. Think so. I think remakes aren't allowed, right? Yeah, we we said no remakes. No um, remakes. Um, Do we? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, for sure, we don't. We don't have like remasters. Right. Right. Uh, okay. I think we can. I think it's like Final Fantasy that's... VII remakes a remake. Like that's pretty much a new game, but it had like a. Yeah. It already had like a formula or a back or something to go off of. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'll just not allow it, I suppose, just to keep it uniform. Yeah. Okay. All right, so plan is we're going to we're gonna hope we do a podcast next week and we'll have games to, to switch out. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's an update for our draft. It's the year's coming to an end. It is November the sixth. So 
final results are going to be happening pretty soon here. All right, you guys, I haven't said this in a while, but let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing, guys. Oop, oop. All right. So, I mean, I, well, I'm assuming we'll take the, the usual order. And I haven't been playing much <laughs> lately, and it's kind of sad, honestly. Um, I think the most I've played uh, since last time we talked has been uh, uh, my PS5. Uh, I've been playing Miles Morales. It's part of my Miles Morales. Sweet. And uh, so I've been I've been um, scratching at that. Um, I think I have uh, the total game. I have like forty percent done. And. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really touched my 2DS. I haven't really um, touched my Switch. I think the last time I... Oh, well, we played Mario Party uh, last weekend. Last weekend, so... Uh, we played... Well, I guess I've been playing the Switch, but I think that's the last time I touched the Switch, man. I haven't really touched it in a while. Um, but yeah, mostly I've been playing uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, and uh, it's it's kind of annoying. I feel like I don't have time to to play anymore. Uh, I'm gonna cry. Because right. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, this past few days, for example, like I've been wanting to play uh, Spider-Man, uh, but I just I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm gonna get tired. I'm gonna get sleepy, and I'm not gonna do much. Uh, I've been wanting to play like some Apex as well. Uh, New season, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think that started yesterday, no? No, dude, on or, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, dang, really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I haven't gotten I'm the not, place like, I'm out of the loop. Uh -huh. I know. Damn. But yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, the, the the holidays are coming up, so I'll have more time to to play. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I'll be playing. Cool. Uh, for Miles Morales, uh, what's your opinion on... Miles's fade in the game is it impressive? It's um, it's pretty. What's another word for impressive? <laughs> uh, it's really um. Detail. Detail. Yeah. Go. Yeah, I agree. I, I was pretty <laughs> impressive the first time I seen his fade. Like, I'm so, insomniac really cared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else? I, I... Oh, yeah, what's that? So, I've been looking at trying to get a, a, a new TV. I've just been looking around. Maybe, maybe or not, I'll, I'll do it. I was looking at a YouTube video. I forget who it was. But he was playing Miles Morales on, uh, on like, 4K TVs I was interested in. Mm -hmm. Dude, the colors, like, during that uh, certain scene where it's it's nighttime and, you know, the enemies are pretty lit up. Like, the... Mm -hmm. And then his suits, like, depending on what you put on, like, they have different suit unlocks. And, like, how the how his suit lights com uh, contrast with the darkness and, like, all the effects that go off with his lightning or whatever, like, shock abilities right. or whatever it is, it's pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, I need to look into, like, getting a TV, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it would be... 
not like I don't think we ever talked about this, but the jump from PS2 to PS3 that era, mm-hmm. like that was the most vivid switch in my head of right next level. This is next level, and I think ever since then, games have gotten clearer and probably smoother. Mm-hmm. but not a leap, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping yeah, that this that. is 4K. Yeah? Yeah, I was going to say, like, we haven't really seen, like, uh, the difference or, like, a, a major difference in in graphical uh, improvements and things like that since, like, that era of, like, PlayStation to Play- PlayStation 2 to PS3. It's crazy. I know. It's just... I'm hoping that this 4K, right, is gonna, it's gonna just open my eyes to that level or close to that level of of improvement. It'll be sick. Yeah. Have you ever seen like a 4K TV, like a really good one, and like the difference? I've only seen it like when I go to like let's say Best Buy, and they have like the, the um, those. TVs, you know, for you to see. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. <laughs> it looks yeah. way better than, like, the TV that we have right now, you know. Like, like the colors are vivid, you know, the details, and so smooth. <laughs> so I do it to myself, though. I think about it. Black Friday's coming up. Yeah, I look those deals up. True to that. All right, Jose, you're next, sir. All right, so for me, um, I haven't really been playing either. Um, I really haven't touched anything <laughs> since I passed Skyward Sword, like, a, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, um, yeah. I've been wanting to get into um, Hades, because um, we have Hades, so I really want to get into that. But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it, it ever happens to you guys that, like, in your mind, in your head, you're like, okay, I'm going to play. You know, I feel like playing right now. And then you put it on. And then, I don't know, for some reason, you're just like, hey, I'm not feeling it right now, you know? Um, that That's happened to me. And, and so I, I end up not playing it. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I've been going through, like, a slump right now uh, with video games. Um, I guess, like, the only game that I've played is Mario Party um, with with our friends and and that was fun. That's been fun, um, but uh, yeah, outside of that, it's really it's been pretty chill. Like, there's a lot of DLC that I have yet to cover. Um, Animal Crossing just came out with a new update as well, and I haven't touched that either. So uh, I don't I don't know. It's it's all piling up, but but it's there. It's always there. So I'm not. I don't feel rushed to get through it, um, but I do want to get back into playing. It's just lack of time and energy. Yeah, that's really unfortunate, man. It's like, I mean, I guess I'm kind of going through the same thing. Um, the last, it's just you know, you have other things that have to take precedent and. By the time yeah. you take care of those other things, it's yeah, <laughs> it's a you have to have the energy and 
B, are you at the mental capacity to just like, you know, focus into the game and not worry about anything else or whatever may be happening. So I get it. Yeah, for sure. It's hard. Yeah. Don't be adults, guys. Uh, let's see oh we didn't talk about smash and sora i mean remember we did play some smash that yeah we did um i mean we didn't really get to see sora in action though (laughs) um oh no yeah you you played him you used him right yeah i used him a few times okay yeah um yeah that was cool and that's another thing like i haven't really used any of the DLC characters since uh, I think since Banjo who? oh Sephiroth yeah no yeah Sephiroth was the last one anyone after that I haven't touched I haven't played I don't know their controls I I know nothing (laughs) so Pyra Mithra Pyra and Mithra Kazuya and Sora, I think is. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Gotta step up. There's like a plane coming through over my (laughs) where I'm I'm at. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, well, we can hear it as well (laughs) from our, you know, area. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see here. All right. So, anything else you think you might have missed, or wanted to shout out? Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good. Sure. How about you, Ray? Sure. Um. Let's see, since the last time, the thing I can remember is um. Well, before I get into Metroid Dread, which was this uh amazing weekend i freaking enjoyed the heck out of that uh let's see what else i've been playing uh i did one stream of spider-man edge of time um so i know i mentioned this to you guys how i really wanted this spider-man game Uh, like retro stores didn't have it they would have the other one that i already had which was shattered dimensions but i didn't want that one i wanted edge of time so what i had to do was i had to order it from a third party on I forget where I think it was Amazon and it was over 50 bucks so pretty much the price of a new game but I really wanted it so just pulled the trigger I did one stream of it Uh, I was planning to do more but you know IRL things got in the way so Mm -hmm. but the time that I did spend with it um, not not a great game (laughs) <laughs> what? Really? not a great game damn <laughs> yeah um, so I, I believe they made this game a year like they put this game a year out after Shattered Dimensions and Shattered Dimensions was kind of cool because it was Noxus, which was a developer that they took it over in like 2010 or before that because the game came out in 2010 and People really like Shattered Dimensions because it was like a new take on Spider-Man games that gave you access to four different Spider-Men. It was, um, it was what was it? It was Spider-Man Noir, 
which was like 1930s Depression era Spider Man, uh, Spider Man 2099, Future Spider Man, Regular Spider Man, and I want to say it's am amazing. Well, anyways, whatever it is, it was uh, alternate dimension Spider Man, but he wore the symbiote suit. That was his gimmick for that one in a different universe. So people really liked that. Um, the diversity in video games, the different take that they had with like they would switch the perspective so that you're so that um, when Spider Man was in a quick time event with the boss, it would be first person. And you're actually like hitting the the boss with your fists and you control it with the sticks. I think it was so. That was cool. And then the next game that they have, it kind of feels like they had to they wanted they had to put something out. So they only took regular Spider-Man and future Spider-Man and made a pretty dull like um environment. So it kind of takes place in spoilers if you you care about uh, spending edge of time, you probably don't just guessing, but uh, it takes place in a, uh, what would you call it, like a corporation that originated in 2099's universe, and um, somebody with mal malintentions from 2099 universe, uh, Spider-Man 2099's universe, uh, went into a portal, I guess, went back in time, used his knowledge to make his corporation like an overlord over uh, everything, so now original Spider-Man 2099's universe is affected as well as uh, future Spider-Man and then they kind of have to work together to stop catastrophe from happening basically. So it's an interesting premise which I think if they had more time to develop it would be would have been pretty cool but it just feels like half the game from Shattered Dimensions just with a new narrative that they had to do really quickly. So in that sense, it's disappointing. Um, I do like Spider-Man, so I'm, I'm playing it and I'm having fun just hearing the dialogue. But uh, the comments, combat's not great. Um, it was it was pretty good in Shattered Dimensions, but now it's kind of like worse than that from what I've experienced. So it's kind of weird how um, you can go from a game that takes new ideas and makes it really fun for the players into something that's like literally half baked in a way. So it was interesting. But at least you have it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I do have it now, which is which is good. I, I'm glad I made my purchase. Um, at least I have it. Say I do have it. If I ever just want to hear those voice lines or just, you know, mm -hmm. do whatever, I can always do that. And what else has there been? Um... Well, since Spider-Man's Edge of Time is on PS3, uh, I did just poke around into another Spider-Man game, Web of Shadows, which is a really good Spider-Man game. Uh, if you have a chance to pick it up on an older system, I know it doesn't, um, it hasn't been put forth to the PS4 or the PS5 or anything like that because of rights to Spider-Man, how Insomniac has it now, and the publishing isn't really, you know, Activision's anymore, so... If it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg and you and you want to play it, I would suggest Web of Shadows. I think it's really good. Aside from the voice acting for Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's voice acting is the worst ever in that game. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
I also played a little bit of Fuse. By a little bit, I mean like less than 30 minutes of Fuse, which is a game by Insomniac when they were doing Multiplat. I think it came out in like 2013. Um, it's, it's, it's good. It's kind of generic in a way. Uh, it has cool weapons and you can like melee people and sneak up on people, but uh, it's just good. It's good if you, if, back in the day, if you had a friend to play with or something like that, it had that advantage. But now, since it's a dead game <laughs> and you just have yourself or if you can just like force a friend to play, it is what it is, so yeah, just wanted to play that one just to see how it was. Anything else other than that? I don't think so. So I guess we can talk about Dread. Um, have you guys bought Dread? Um, how sensitive are you to what you want to know about the game before I talk about it? Uh, well, we have it. Um, we haven't played it. Is it out the wrapper? Uh... Yes. You're lying. <laughs> God, honestly, I'm not. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I think it might be. It might not be. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Well, it did come out over pretty much a month ago. So yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep. I'll keep it general. So, have, haven't really prepared my thoughts. Just gonna go off the cuff. Metroid Dread is Metroid Dread is so Samus Returns is uh, the 3DS game that came out in 2017. Uh, you can really see how Dread just built a pop built off of that game. I'm taking the extra power from the Switch to make the environments look nice. Uh, change perspective. Well. I think there was perspective changes in Samus Returns, but for this one, um, there's more of that. So you can you can kind of appreciate how much detail was put into these different environments. Um, I think the environments in this in this game are really good. Um, they're not. I wouldn't say they're as stark contrast as previous Metroid games. Kind of like Fusion. You can kind of imagine like the different areas you're going into. Like there's one like. Uh, laboratory s place and then there's a uh like a ice place and then there's like a uh overgrown biome like with uh plants and stuff um it's really you you really remember the different sections in something like a fusion but with dread it's really pretty not as diverse from what i've from what i've experienced but just I think it has the best detail and, and like up there with like some of the most immersive uh, 2D Metroids that has come out, um, first of all. Uh, for a 2D Metroid, this is the most cinematic 2D Metroid uh, ever made. Uh, Samus is the most well animated in any 2D Metroid ever made. Uh, even in the 3D, 3D games, I feel like Dread depicts Samus's movement and what she's capable of the best. Um, as far as her athleticism and um, even though she has like a, a power suit and it's you know bulky and prevents her from damage and things like that I feel like this game strikes the balance between not having her feel like a tank but also making her feel powerful and, and agile which is right up my alley and I really appreciate about Metroid Dread as for <clears throat> 
as for the story, I would say that this story, uh, story sparse, you know, like any other Metroid game, it's a um, sparse story. I believe it would be Fusion and Other M. So Other M tells the most narrative out of any Metroid game that I've played, which is almost all of them. And Fusion has a lot of text dialogue that you read through um, as you go through checkpoints and stuff. So, uh, but this game, this game also has that Fusion checkpoint dialogue system as well. But there's also <clears throat> A few cutscenes that are uh, sparse throughout the game that are well utilized. Like um, the important story beats are depicted well in those cutscenes, and <clears throat> the game really makes you um, all in and invested during those times. Uh, just because they're few and far between, and they're well executed um, right from the first one that you see. So you're just kind of you're just kind of anticipating that whatever next uh, thing like cinematic that comes up uh, for the gameplay uh, the gameplay is the smoothest uh, 2d Metroid as well there's a lot of it does the best or there's, there's gonna be a lot of it does the best in this category of any 2d Metroid um, the parry it, you don't have to stand still when parrying you can just run uh, and um, do the parry and it does damage as well and uh, you have free aim, which is something that wasn't that was introduced in Samus Returns. They take it into this game, which is really nice. You don't have to do like a diagonal shoot and then try to try to jump and try to hit the the whatever enemy it is. It makes it feel a little clunky, like outdated back in the day. Uh, details and what else would I say about this game? Good secrets. Um, I really like how they use the shine spark in this game, which is. Uh, one of the more advanced moves that you can do to try to find secrets and break uh, speed booster blocks. Um, had a fun time with that. And yeah, man, I, I think this game is serves two kind of audiences. Like either you just want to play something uh, with, with uh, music in the background or whatever it is as you um, find the secrets or just like want to just kill some enemies and and see how cool Samus looks while she's doing her combat. Or you want to um, immerse yourself into the details. You want to know, get the most out of the story. Uh, you want to know all, like all the details and little tidbits the world has to offer. You can also just immerse yourself. And I think the the sound effects are good. The only gripe that I have, real gripe I have with this game, is the music. Um, Metroid has had great like music in the past. I feel like uh, Fusions is pretty up there, um, just uh, from an atmospheric perspective. I feel like Metroid Prime soundtrack is goaded, like one of the best soundtracks in any video game, and I know that's hard competition to to follow. So <clears throat> Metroid Dread has had a big shoes to fill, but they do a good enough job to where it does feel like a genuine Metroid gaming. Um, if you have your headphones on and you have the, the speakers going, you're going to get immersed into it. So, Really glad this game exists. Uh, the developers did a really fantastic job, and I would give this game a 10 on my side because I don't think the music is enough to, to knock it down to a 9.5. Nice. Um, yeah, I think you know, from what I've heard, um, again, I haven't really played the game. And I haven't really seen like anyone play it or anything. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've heard the, the music. It's it's maybe it's on the it's not bad or anything, but it's on the uh, there's better music in other Metro games, right? Um, mm -hmm. the, and I think like for the the whole atmospheric feeling of it. Um, but I'm glad to hear that it's not as as big of a problem, I guess, to take you out of the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play it, and I want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, but I need to, like, sit down and just grab my Switch and play it. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, what's interesting is that I think it took me, around the same time it took me to finish Other M, like 10 hours to 100% everything mm -hmm. in to do it. But those 10 hours were, uh, it was bliss, man. It was just nothing but Metroid for a day. Oh my gosh. I have a, I have a question. Um, so Metroid Dread, it, it's the conclusion, right? Of that, um, of the saga, I guess you would say. Yeah, I would say it's the conclusion of the quote unquote Metroid saga with, uh, you know, Metro's being the threat and all that that transpired yeah. from that, yeah. Um, and when you played through the game, did it feel like a conclusion? Like, did you get that sense of like closure? Like, okay, this mm. this was this this ended where it needed to end, and that was that was it. Or do you feel like it could have done better or left it open? Or I don't know. Right. What would you say? Um. So the thing about Metroid is that, by nature, the game is the 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 games are vague in that sense because there's not a really big emphasis on on story. Uh, you kind of just have to dig deep on your own to actually like holistically understand what's going on most of the time, unless you just like really good at at absorbing things. So as for closure for the story, I would say that. Um, I think it's a it's a good closure. Uh, it's not going to handhold you and say that oh this definitely happened. Uh, this is how it's going to go moving forward. But um, there are things like really important things that happen in this game that um, affect Samus. Uh, it's going to yeah. So basically, it's the ending is yeah. It's pretty much centered around what's going to be happening to Samus basically from what I've, I've seen. And um, a lot of things have happened since the first, like, since the beginning. And then once you get to here, um, you get a little bit more, uh, you get a little bit more detail about the Chozo, which are uh, instrumental characters in developing Samus into the ultimate warrior that she is right now. And uh, their role and what has been transpiring in the Metroid universe, which is really good. Um, and Samus gets, there's things that, ha that happen with Samus that, <laughs> that um, have a lot of big story implications. And I'll just leave it at that. It's kind of hard to skirt around <laughs> the details here. So I, it's good closure for sure. Okay, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my, are you guys still there? Looks like the audio. Okay, the audio's here. 
that's my spiel for, for Metroid Dread. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it seems like you got a lot of ups and downs, you know, downs with the Spider-Man game. Oh, yeah. Then, <laughs> then Metroid came through. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a it's a negative slope. Like I started with Metroid on October eighth. Oh, oh you know? man. Well, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, I would say uh, I'm not, we're not going to cover news stories, but um, Andy Walker got delayed uh, by two weeks. So uh i was looking forward to playing that in november now it's going to be december 3rd i'll have early access to that so it's going to be a what was the function with for v like a down then back up like as a v was it a absolute value oh um uh, i think it was absolute we're value. mapping yeah, it has Saturday to be. Morning? It has to be absolute value because if you go to the negative side and it's still positive, it's it's a, it doesn't have a, it doesn't go into that third quadrant there. Oh uh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen when N Walker comes out, and then I, st <laughs> then I finish Scarlet Nexus finally whenever that happens. <laughs> you still haven't finished again? No, dude. It's just like, yeah, it was it was things were happening around that time when uh, I was deep into Scarlet Nexus. Resident Evil 2, so I finished it. Backlog so. is gone. <laughs> yeah. And Endwalker, dude. Endwalker's gonna take it. Mm. I don't know how long, so... Oh my gosh! I wanna see the... I wanna see the launch trailer. They released the launch trailer yesterday? I haven't seen it. Oh. I think I didn't wanna see it for spoiler reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I can't do it to myself. I gotta go in blind, bro. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that. I'm a man possessed when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV when new things drop. Just letting you know right now. We can see that. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we went over what we've been playing. We went over our draft. Um... Nintendo has been in the spotlight recently. Metroid Dread came out. It was a success. Um, then a couple weeks later, they dropped the Mario Party comes out. People have been enjoying that. And then there's also the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack that a lot of people have been talking about. So um, I know you guys haven't been, you know, you guys have been doing other things rather than playing a lot of video games. So... Uh, just any thoughts about State of Nintendo right now? How are you feeling about their offerings and public perception of them? Um, I mean, uh, with the whole, like, the, the online, the Nintendo online, uh, they did get a lot of, uh, um, like, criticism. Mm -hmm. uh, like, how the, the games played... Uh, uh, there was this whole like the the input lag that that was going on in, in um, Ukraine of time. Um, I think it's 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 unfortunate, you know, that they the, uh, like effort or like a lot or more effort was put in into uh, putting these games on on the service. And it's like they got you know 
the exact same game and put it in, which I mean, I guess, but like, you know, there's things that can improve and by this point, I think should be improved uh, or shouldn't exist anymore. Um, and so it is kind of uh, like unfortunate to see that, and, and especially, you know, it, it, these are games that, that we haven't seen in, in, in a long time. Um, to see them, you know, in the same state, uh, it's kind of, you know, uh, there's, I feel like there's, uh, there's, there could be more done uh, with the service. Um, and, and I mean, I, I think it's, I've seen more uh, criticism or negative criticism against it, yeah, but I, I do see people, you know, enjoying playing all these, you know, all older games, right, this, uh, Nintendo 64 games. And so, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know if if you really want to play those games, um, you know, cool. You know, you get those games or, or get that expansion. And, and if you don't, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to get it right now. And you know, talk with your money, kind of thing. Right. I think like the 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 YouTube trailer also. It's like the most disliked uh, Nintendo video. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, things like that, you know, hopefully Nintendo sees those, those things and improves, um, on it. Uh, but, you know, I don't know, it's Nintendo, I doubt it sometimes, so, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, so, you know, that, that's the online, uh, I know they, they also pushed, um, what's it called, the Advance Wars, they pushed it back to... Oh, they did. Yeah, they pushed it back from December to like spring 2022. What? And so that that's kind of weird. I mean, like you know, why they announced an E3 and they put like a date and <laughs> and, and they pushed it back. So I don't know if they want to you know optimize it or put more content into it. Um, mm-hmm. So that that was weird as well. Is huh. so I, I guess those are like the, the negative things. Um. Uh, I haven't gotten the expansion pack. Uh, I have I have the Advance Wars pre-ordered, so. Oh, uh, nice. But I mean, I, I have a, a lot of games to play, so. Uh, you know, those things uh, don't really affect me as much, I guess, to to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, on the positive side, uh, there's no positive side. So, back no. to the, uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean. What's what's something good that has happened on Nintendo? I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, well, I know recently they said I saw I was seeing the kind of funny gamecast and suppose mm-hmm. or podcast, and they're saying that Nintendo was promising to make it better. So I guess that's good. Oh, the Nintendo yeah, Switch Online, too. right? So yeah, so maybe maybe they are um, listening and watching what people are saying. Yeah, and hopefully they do. They do improve the service. Uh, I think that there's so much potential they can do with with the, that expansion pack, uh, or, or offer more things. I don't know, like offer something different. Uh, so that's good. Um, uh, I think I think it was either yesterday or two days ago. Uh, they released some numbers, right? Um, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, oh, right. the best selling best selling Mario Kart in history. Um, the selling switch title. The, the title. Uh, I think it surpassed the the Wii one, right? Uh, Mario Kart Wii. Um, 
So, I mean, that's cool. You know, it's cool that it keeps selling. But I want Mario Kart 9. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop selling too. Um, they... So, I mean, that's good, you know. And you see, you know, you see uh, the Switch keeps selling, you know. And, and that's good as well. Uh, they sort of, like, uh, I think there was, like, this graphic that showed that they were planning on, on releasing a new uh, console. I mean, they're always planning on releasing something, the, the next thing, right? Um, uh, but I don't think that's coming up uh, anytime soon. I think yeah. we got tricked for, for a while, which is good. But, you know, hopefully they do improve the Switch. They do things that make it better, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, um, I think right now, since, like, the, the year is kind of dying out, uh, we don't see... There's not, a, like, a lot of... Uh, news uh, regarding Nintendo yeah uh, so I'm, I'm sort of like in a, a neutral state with Nintendo right now you know it's not yeah I feel that mm-hmm. but I mean yeah we'll see we'll see what they do I refuse I, ref- I refuse to buy a Nintendo Switch unless there's a Metroid edition or the new Switch is capable of running Age of Calamity at 60 frames <laughs> yeah, exactly you know like things like that you know like come on like just something that can run something like at a stable rate yeah would i know people i know people would a majority of people would would be good with 30 which is probably something mm-hmm. still can't right. do at this point but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no shade well yeah shade but um, yeah shade <laughs> <laughs> but i want 60 mm-hmm. that's my that's my threshold now the ps5 is kind of spoiling me in that sense <clears throat> Jose, uh, you wanna you wanna chime in on the on Nintendo? Um. Uh, well, it's pretty pretty much covered um, some of the points that um, and I I agree I agree with you know the things that he said. Um, for me, I I feel the same way. Um, I don't know. I feel like at this time. At this point in time, Nintendo, Nintendo is such a frustrating company <laughs> for me, um, just because I feel like they're not, they're not getting it, or it's not, I, I feel like Nintendo has always been very um, protective of how they do things, and I don't know, at one point, I, I like that, I like that they didn't give in to um, you know, you know, uh, putting the focus on like graphics or, um, you know, that, that type of stuff. Right. Um, because I feel like, okay, well, you know, Nintendo believes in, in these values and, and, you know, so, okay, you know, fair enough. That's what they stand for. You know, they want uh, gameplay, they want experience, uh, they want, they want to focus on the experience, um, more so than graphics. And and at one point I, I respected that you know and, and and I mean to this day I mean I still like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like Nintendo has like it, it's it's starting to to catch up to you know the competition I guess you could say, um, but it's I feel like they're picking and choosing what to catch up with, and so it's very interesting that you know they're. It, you know the online subscription. You know that's something that they for sure, you know, moved to, um, and 
and it's like oh, okay so you are able to adapt and <laughs> you are able to mm -hmm. make changes so why you know how how interesting that the one change that you do decide to make is the one that gives you more money the one that that charges you know your consumers your customers more money and it's like well if you're able to adapt on, on that aspect you know what's your excuse for the graphics what's your excuse for you know the ports and um and that's the that's something that i find very frustrating because i don't know you, you reach a point where it's like bro i can't defend you anymore <laughs> you know like, it's true like, like what the haters say what you know the trolls and whatever at one point you're like you know they're they're right like you can't deny it you can't hide it um and I mean, like the the Skyward Sword port, like you begin to question, like, was that really? I mean, is was it fair to make it a sixty dollar port? I don't know. Um, you know, the whole Pokemon thing as well. As a huge Pokemon fan, that's another thing. Like, I don't know, you guys, like, you know, what are you guys doing? Like, what's what's new? What are you guys bringing to the table that's new? Like, there's no excuse for for this quality, you know, that that you guys are putting out. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like Nintendo, it's been more negative than positive. And, and I feel like that's, that's the red flag, you know, and, and I don't know if Nintendo is, is catching on to these things, but I feel like Nintendo fans and, and just everyone in general, um, of course, you know, Xbox fans and Sony fans, they're going to jump in at the opportunity to, to take jabs, you know, and, and that's <laughs> normal. But when your own fan base, your own, you know, the Nintendo community is, is beginning to to you know be dissatisfied and dissent and, and and start criticizing disliking your videos you know then I don't know that's that's something that's like a wake-up call and I'm not sure if Nintendo will wake up to it <laughs> um, but, but yeah I don't know right now yeah Nintendo is in a very weird position where I don't know they're doing things wrong <laughs> I don't know like they're not they can't seem to get it right and in my opinion of course and and so yeah i don't know i'm hopefully i don't know if, if the pandemic kind of slowed things down for them but a lot of the material that we've gotten from them is ports and you know this mario party game that just came out like that's you know past mini games um it's that type of thing and it's just i don't know it's, it's becoming a little stagnant um, so I don't know, hopefully, I don't know, they shake things up, they improve, um, and I don't know, make it more exciting and to be a Nintendo fan, you know, make it, I don't know, like it's make, uh, con uh customers feel good to be Nintendo fans. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with Nintendo. It's a very complicated relationship right now. <laughs> Yo. Y'all about to go crazy in 2022 when Breath of the Wild drops, though. Yeah, but yeah, well, I guess. But that's another thing that people are pointing out. I mean, I mean, I guess people just point out a lot of things, um, and it's normal, I guess, whatever. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, a lot of people have been saying like, it's the same graphics, it's the same, which makes sense. It's a sequel. But I don't know. I guess people expect an improvement, you know, graphics-wise, um, gameplay-wise. Yeah. It's still not very little of it. Um, so, I mean, I personally can't complain or anything because I don't know anything. I don't know what they're going to bring to the table. 
but I mean, you can already see it, like people being very skeptical and and ready to be critical of what they're gonna get just because I don't know, it's shifted for for fans and towards Nintendo, like their their attitude towards Nintendo. So it's more of like skepticism now. Like, okay, what are we gonna get? <laughs> Give us dungeon or something, you know? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just people were yeah. like, oh I'm sorry. No, um, go ahead, go ahead. Like a lot of people were also criticizing like Metroid Dread, you know? Like they were saying questioning like the price for oh, Metroid yeah. Dread. And I mean, I don't know, as obviously as a fan, you buy that game, you don't care how much it costs. Like it's you know, Metroid Dread, like <laughs> years to make, you know? I mean years waiting for it. But but I mean that is one of those things where it's like, well, I mean, are they right? Is Nintendo kinda pushing mm. it a little? You know, like right. what what are we getting for that value um for that price and and it's just those little things that kind of pile up and you begin to question like okay nintendo are you really doing the best you can for your clients or is this like i don't know i don't know i don't know what's going on but uh but yeah i mean there's always criticism with with all these games and and that's normal but i do feel like it's been increasing um within the nintendo community like it's they're more, we're more impatient or more, or they're more demanding or more, I don't know, like they're, they're demanding more. They, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Nintendo, like all that, all that stuff is, I, I agree with you guys that they can, they can do better and should do better. Nintendo has been... They've been they've been saving the hype this year, like by the <laughs> with the low amount of hype that's been happening. Like E three, E three would have been doo doo without Nintendo. Like surviving the years without Smash announcements and stuff like that, my hype levels would have been in the dust, like in the grave, with the freaking flower, just like rest in peace. Like on that front, I just Nintendo just has that power to just. When they want, when they can, and they when they do like announce something, like they have that that uh, what do you call it? That that pow that uh, I was it is it power or that that spread amongst like the gaming community that's like infectious. Like the Nintendo community is just like they're so passionate that when something big happens, like everybody knows about it. So. I don't know that that aspect of Nintendo I really appreciate, but when like their their pricing, uh, what they choose to offer for that for that price, um, their cadence of innovation, those kind of things are definitely things that you know fans should should point out and demand better for sure. Yeah, like that OLED screen. Is that really all you could have done? Like, is that really all you? Like, I don't know. It's, it's like it, that was a miss for me. Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing, Nintendo? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm still. And, and I mean, exactly. And it's like, it's like even the even the smallest details, like the bare minimum, like at least change the name, uh, give it a cooler name or something. But you're really gonna call it Switch OLED? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I mean, that's a small detail, and it doesn't really matter. But it's just. I don't know. I feel like the effort is not there. Like the 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm anti Nintendo today. <laughs> Yo, when when Jose is ranting about Nintendo, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad out here in these streets. All right, so yeah, well, I said cadence of innovation. Like, Nintendo's really good at innovating. It's just, like, the techno aspects, like you guys say. That's all I wanted to say before we move on. Hmm. All right, so that's our little spill about Nintendo. Uh, do you guys want to just go over some of the best-rated games of the year? See how hyped this year has been since we're reaching, you know, holidays and everything? Yes, let's do this. All right, so... I didn't really put too much effort behind <laughs> behind this. I can switch the screen so we can see. Nintendo? Ah, it's kidding. <laughs> taking notes, taking notes. Nintendo? Uh, uh, show podcast screen. There it is. All right. So I just, I just went to Metacritic and I just uh, put in, I just typed in, I typed into Google, best games of 2021, got to the Metacritic one. And let's see, um, any new games? We're going to do like new releases, not releases that came to other platforms. Uh, it looks like the first one is, have you, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to mention this one, but that's really weird. The House in Fata Morgana, Dreams of the Revenants Edition. I'm not sure if that's old or new, but shout out to that one. We're not going to have anything to talk about that one, right? No. Right. Yeah, I'm like, what, wait a minute. That's number two best one of the year. What is going on? Disco Elysium, the final cut's the first one, but I don't know if that's just a director's cut of Disco Elysium or something. Yeah, I think it's a director's cut. Okay. Uh, first one, uh, Xbox actually doing the doing the thing out here. Forza Horizon Five so far, it's doing really good. Yeah. And then after that, we have Psychonauts Two. Psychonauts Two, dude. Like, would you play that if it wasn't on Xbox? On is it only on Xbox? Let me see. Yeah, it's uh, an Xbox exclusive. Psychonauts Two. Would you play that if it was like more re readily available on, on Nintendo or, or PlayStation or something? I don't know. Like, I've thought about it. Um, I don't know. It, it's strange. I feel like like something about its aesthetic, it's kind of it's strange. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, would, I would be, like, I would want to play it. Like, mm. maybe, I guess. If, I, I don't know. It's hard to say for me. Yeah. But, I mean, based on the reviews, I mean, I'd probably give it a try, though. Oh, yeah. Yo, supposedly it's it's on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, Linux, Xbox One, OS X, Xbox Series X, and Series S. Oh, really? Yeah. We're just not on the PlayStation 5. It doesn't list it on uh, Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, let's see what we have here. 
Microsoft Flight Simulator, did that release this year? Yeah, I think so. I think back in... Oh, wait. Or was it last back year? In July or June? Microsoft. It might have just been released on the consoles. Oh, right, right, right. Release date. Uh, yeah, I think then that, that was like a, a last year game. Yeah, just fact checking here. Yep. That's the old, old one. Anyways, yeah, I, I believe it was released last year for like PC and then this year for consoles. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, that was definitely last year. Pro Skater. Chicory? A Colorful Tale? I heard a little bit about this game. So it says something I've terrible happened. It. You heard about it? I think I've heard about it. Yeah. It says something terrible happened. Chicory, superstar artist and wielder of the brush, is missing and all the color in the land has vanished with her. It is up to you, Chicory's number one fan, to pick up the brush and fill in for her. It's a big job, but you're ready. Dot, dot, dot. All right. Yeah. Personal shout out, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Some good. That's some good games right there. That's a ninety. Have you played them? Uh, I played through one. Uh, got a little bit into two, but then I I stalled. Forgot what else came. I think Scarlet Nexus came, and then I wanted to play that something like that. But yeah. Mass Effect, play it, play it, play the Legendary Edition, so good. Um, a game called Dusk on the Switch. So this is the first one that's probably going to be uh, one that's popular and it's going to be in Game of the Year conversations. It Takes Two, came out on March 26th, 89 on Metacritic. All right. I'm surprised it, it was received so well. Um, right? It just feel it like when they first announced it, it just felt like one of those like I don't know weird projects that <laughs> people do, and and I guess it it's pretty good. I haven't played it. I haven't seen any gameplay though, so uh, I'm not sure. Can't judge too much on them. Thing is, is that. It doesn't look too impressive, excuse me, visually, but I guess something about its mechanics or its storytelling, some of the about it just makes it really, really compelling. Mm. Oh, we're taking it back all the way to the beginning of the year with this one, dude. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Wow. That was this year. Yeah. 89. <laughs> Nani? Mm -hmm. Did you ever pass it? Please? Yeah, I, I played it. Pass it. Yeah, um, yeah, both of us. Um, it, 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 the, well, Boxer's Fury? Uh, I don't, has, have you guys played it? I don't have it. Oh, you don't have the game, right? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I haven't played it. Yeah, I think, uh, Boxer's Fury, it, it gives a glimpse of what uh, 3D or future 3D Mario's can
can be like. Uh, there's a lot of, of like Odyssey, like an Odyssey feeling to it. Um, mm. And like it's it's a weird experience. I like that. That's one of the things that <clears throat> I see a lot of people like praise a lot, like the uh, Fury from that game, yeah, versus Fury, and and it's. It's interesting. It's a little different. Like I said, it's it's kind of like Odyssey, uh, but at the same time, it, it has like a different feeling because it's. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, playing it. Uh, but I don't know. Like I, I feel like there's something about like going to world, and, uh, like sixty four, like sunshine, and galaxy, and things like that. That. That I, I feel like I guess nostalgic towards too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I, I kind of prefer that. Um, but I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, right? Um, it's, it, it was really fun. I don't think it would be enough to make it like a, a game of the year. And like uh, maybe, I guess maybe like a nomination, but it's, it's, a, it's a fairly good game. But that's it, you know, in my opinion. There's something about a Mario home world, like a, a hub. Right. There you go. It's just, it's irreplaceable. It's just so cozy. It just, it just sparks something in my brain. It's like, I'm safe here. And I can just explore and find secrets and just enjoy this environment. Feels really yeah, nice. and it's something, it's something like that I, that I connect Mario with. You know, like when I think Mario or 3 Mario, it's like, oh, what's the hub? You know, or like, what's this place where where i'm gonna like when i whenever i finish a mission where am i gonna go to or, you know things like that like something like that yeah and so i i guess it's i think it's just nostalgia i guess for it and, yeah you know mm-hmm. i guess I, I gotta get used to it best best 3d mario hubs in your opinion mm. Uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna be a little biased. Yeah, uh, I want I'm gonna say Galax- Galaxy. Galaxy. Uh, I think like Mario Galaxy for me. Um, uh, Galaxy Two. Oh, I remember that one. That was kind of mm-hmm. that was that was garbage in comparison. Yeah, I think it's a little yeah. like toned down compared to like the first one. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. You know, like Sunshine. Um, I think it was interesting how they did like um, the the hub world. Oh my yeah, because uh, it's you know it's much bigger, I guess, and it, like you can even like explore that that world. Uh, I think I, I think I'm gonna say Sunshine as well. Like it's up there. And in 64, I guess. Uh, I mean, if I'm going, going like nostalgia, I probably put 64 above Sunshine. Mm. But, I feel that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think so. I think those are it. Um, am I missing one game? Mm. I think those are the big ones. I, I can't think of anything else. 
64. I I think there's big nostalgia at play for 64. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because going back, to, going to it without nostalgia, it's it, it's it's alright. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's alright. Um, I would say Galaxy, but for on my side, of course, nostalgia, two thousand two sunshine, using using your nozzle, uh, running around or exploring the water, it's picking up fruits, throwing them at the freaking residents, jumping on their heads, talking to the to the toads and stuff. That's some good stuff right there, man. And then I would I say Galaxy to... number two. Mm-hmm. And then you had more to do, right? Like in Sunshine. And there were secrets you can explore. And... Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, it was just more open, and I feel like it was just, it, it had more room for exploration. And 64. I just said what I think about 64. Jose, you got an opinion? <laughs> Um, Galaxy. Galaxy. I think Galaxy um is at the top for me if I had sure. to choose. Um, and that's it. Ah. <laughs> Everything else is trash. Um, <laughs> I mean, because I've never really been like a huge like Mario, you know, like fan. But you're Mario. <laughs> right. Um, I guess the uh, uh, sixty-four. Um, Mario 64 um, just because of nostalgia purely because of nostalgia um, and I really like Odyssey I don't know why people snub it all the time um, what, what would really be the home world oh sorry sorry you finish sorry oh. <laughs> um, but yeah that's top 3 I would say Sunshine is up there too though I don't know it's hard yeah I get it I was gonna say, what would be but, the hum? Yeah, what's the hum world? Probably. Yeah, it would it be the? Would it be spoilers, the, the kingdom, or would it be the first world you go to? No, I don't think it was for the first world. I would think it's it's Peach's castle. You think that? I think so. No. What do you guys think? I'm trying to like remember. <laughs> There's so I'm, many. Like, mental fog. I think you could make an argument for uh, Donk City. Sort of. That game has so many pretty worlds, man. I don't think it gets enough credit to how well designed that game is. Yeah, I think a lot of people like sort of like forgot about it, you know? Yeah. Like any world I'm thinking of right now is like, oh my gosh, that's such that was such a pretty part of the world. Oh my goodness, they actually made this like ocean side look really, really amazing on the switch. So good. Anyways. Next game that I have here, 
Um, this one I played. I don't know if my if our boy played it. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Um, not really. A, it's a, it's like an expansion. To, or extra deals. It's a DLC to to Final Fantasy Remake. Uh, I think it's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, seeing Yuffie's side of the story and how she's going to potentially play or play a role in um, the main the main uh, story. So I also like the mini game. So there's like a mini game from the original that um, they introduced here. Uh, it makes it more fun and and easier to pick up, I would say. So, yeah, awesome. And she's a ninja, so, you know, of extra points for that. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That's also an 89. It got an 80. Oh, oh, Integrate is not just a DLC. It's the game. I'm thinking of something else. That's not even... <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused with the letter. Integrate is... is uh... <laughs> Does Integrate have a DLC? I think Integrate is just the Final Fantasy remake, but with all the bells and whistles of next gen. Okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Integrate is a bundle that includes both remake and the new episode featuring Yuffie. Okay, so it's all in one and has right. all the bells and whistles. Okay, cool. So I was partially right. Cool. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. All righty. Uh, Psychonauts 2, once again. Streetcher rates for Mr. X Nightmare. I heard about that. That's like an okay. expansion, Part I believe. Of mm -hmm. All right, so we have a couple games here that are new. Um, Deathloop. Deathloop 88. The never-ending treasures. <laughs> Bruh, seriously. But it paid out for teams. Yeah. If at first you don't succeed, die, die again. From the team at Arcane, Li uh, Arcane Lion comes an innovative take on first-person action. Deathloop transports players to the lawless land of Black Reef in an e eternal struggle with two between two extraordinary assassins. I haven't played it. Um... Would you play it, mate? Mm, I'm not feeling this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about, like, the aesthetic of, like, Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, like, the loop. I don't know. Something about it. Mm -hmm. It's not... It doesn't grab me. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should have grabbed me. Like, um, I'm really interested in playing... What is it called? The one before Dishonored Two. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have a sixty frames per second patch. You see, I'm getting spoiled, and I'm like, I played. I, I think there was a demo or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm feeling these thirty frames, bro. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want it. I'm so spoiled now. But um, I'm not. I'm not at that level of interest with Deathloop. It's kind of strange. Mm -hmm. Alright, so if we can move on here. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has an 88. I still need to play that game. 
Dude, me too. <laughs> I was, it was gifted. Too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I think that's a lot for a nominee, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, definitely. And I would say Deathloop too. Yeah. Dude, the uh, game awards are mm-hmm. nearing. When are they? When are they? How you should be like in December. December? Yeah. December 10, 12, around there. Let's go through a few more here. Um, Metroid Dread has an 88. Go I hope he gets nominated. And Monster Hunter Rise has an 88. Oh my gosh, Monster Hunter Rise. I just left you to die and never went back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Tom Break, though. Huh? You're getting Sunbreak? Sun, sunbreak? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to get Sunbreak. Heck yeah. I played Generations Ultimate after uh, Dread just to see if I can beat freaking Yangaruga in that Metroid mission. Mm-hmm. It was just pain, dude. I, I should have yeah. known better. <laughs> We have to, I'd have to, I have to level up first, like regularly before I can match him. Like that. Yeah. F-121? What? What? Oh, F-1. Oh, it's a driving game. F-121. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I've heard about this game. I don't know what it's about, though. Death, Death's Door? Oh yeah, um, it's an indie game. Uh, I've heard that it's like a Zelda-like kind of game. And but yeah, I think it was on the State of Play, you know? It's coming to PS5 and PS4. I didn't even watch that State of Play, dude. <laughs> yeah, they, we didn't even talk about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All I know is that just just shout out Little Devils Inside and you'd be solid, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the freaking what was it? Star Ocean. That game was like hot duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, is this an Nintendo Direct? <laughs> <laughs> so Death's Door. The description is reaping souls of the dead and punching a clock might get monotonous, but it's honest work for a crow. The job gets lively. When your assigned soul is stolen, and you must track down a desperate thief to a realm untouched by death, where creatures grow. Dot dot dot. Where creatures grow far past their expiry, and blah 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 blah. Okay. Interesting. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get to it, but. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Hitman 3, that was something I drafted early, way early. Mm-hmm. 87. Wilder Myth, a tactical RPG. Guilty Gear Strive. I think, I don't know if it's going to make Game of the Year, but for sure, Fighting of the Year, maybe. That's Fighting Year. Yeah. Tales of Arise is an 87? Really? Yeah. That game kind of just came and went, huh? 
pretty much. There wasn't a lot of, of discussion around it. Oh, also, we don't we didn't have our boy to hype us up about it. I don't know if, even know if he finished it or not. True. Yeah. I think that's a good place to cut it here. Let's see if there's anything else. The Great Ace Attorney Attorney Chronicles. Shin Megami Tensei Five. Buster Fellows. Yeah, dude, those were some, those are some of the best games of the year. Uh, personally, I guess it would be like Dread and Rise for me. Mm -hmm. There's no like. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. Um, I mean, I really haven't really played a lot of this either. So, I right. think the only one I played is is Rise. Um, I'm planning on playing Dread. And so I, I probably two those two nice um what about returnal wasn't returnal, returnal? Oh. <laughs> returnal got a lot of hype got a lot of praise that's true um, i feel like returnal is it's a it's a contender for sure uh and i think Deathloop too um mm -hmm. i think those two like when it when i think about like game of the year those two pop up we shall see. Add a scroll down. Well, a little let's bit talk for, about next year, though. For next year, okay. If you want to, oh no, it's kind of getting close to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next year is gonna be crazy. Uh, Returnal sitting at an eighty-five, so it may be part of the game game of the year. Should be. Quick sneak peek, like twenty twenty-two. What's the first thing you think of in video games? Breath of the Wild. Breath yeah. of the Wild. Two. I, I can't think of anything that I'd be really hyped for. I'm trying to think. Spider-Man's 2023. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of games coming up next year. Yeah. Horizon for the West. Got a War. Oh, Forbidden no. West looks sick. Yeah. Well, all the games that were pushed this year. Yeah. Coming out next year. So, Elden Ring. Pokemon. <gasps> oh my freaking gosh we didn't talk about that Elden ring stuff but dude dude that game looks really good that's gonna I, be we a, have um uh-huh yeah we have bloodborne on for uh, we got it for like the from the collection the PS Plus, and I've been wanting to to play it, to play like uh, those types of games, yeah, like the Souls, the Souls games, because um, I really wanna, I want, I wanna try Elden Ring as well. Yeah. That open world map, mm -hmm. it looks really cool. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. Yep. Sekiro, dude. Sekiro, Sekiro was a was a rite of passage, passage man. Cause that game was a horde. Really? Horde. I wanna try Sekiro as well. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. I'm intimidated just thinking about going back to it. No joke. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I 
think that's going to about do it, guys. Any last final thoughts? Any Anything at all? Cool, cool. All right, you guys. Uh, audience members, thank you for watching. We have been Roll Jump Media. Uh, we like to do this podcast to go over things we've been playing, things that are happening in gaming news, and just to just to geek out about video games in general. Uh, if you're along for the ride, we appreciate you. Uh, if you want to show support, you can go ahead and subscribe on YouTube, follow our uh, podcast on Spotify and on um, iTunes or Apple, wherever it's at. And uh, yeah, just be part of our community, talk about video games, just chill with us, that'd be nice. Um, thank you very much for watching. And before we, I, we sign off this, do my co-hosts have anything to say to the audience? Um, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, play games on your backlog. <laughs> I like it. All right, you guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next one.